Hey friends and freaks, we continue our journey searching for hell. Dare to join us? to get that on like a video <laughs> me just your victory punching <laughs> okay welcome back guys yes hello this is all caught nation podcast i'm tessa i'm taylor and this week we're talking about the paris catacombs which i'm excited about I know that we both said that we were, like, slacking this week on research because of just, like... Life. Yeah, our own <laughs> shit. Depression. But stress. This was, like, one of the topics I was, like, most excited about. It's a super cool place. Like, I'm not... Once I got into, like, that take-a-look-at-things yeah. research mode, it was easy once I started doing yeah. it but getting myself to do it was yeah. next to impossible yeah that's how, that's kind of how I was yeah like I didn't actually fully start the research and notes until this morning same I had up to here that was what I had written yeah and then it was like okay solid like I looked at other <laughs> things about it but just I was like oh, okay whatever like I remember a lot of useless details, so I don't have to write too terrible much down normally. I can write, yeah. like, a very brief little, like, blip. Yeah, see, depending on what it is, I need, like, I either need to write down, like, all the details, or, like, I can get away with, like, a little. But this is actually one that I didn't, I mean, like, in the beginning I was writing a lot, but then towards the end I was like, I'll just write, like, a little thing. Yeah, the general yeah. on it. Yeah, no, see, I'm, if it has no importance or value in everyday daily life, I will remember the most minute details <laughs> about it. If it has value for daily life and, like, makes things easier, I will never remember a single detail about it unless I write it out like I'm in detention, like, ten times over. <laughs> Fucking stupid. <sighs> That's just me, though. Yeah. And, like, another issue is, like... So I'm take so for the episode, I'm gonna like I'm gonna go into the history, and then Taylor's gonna tell us about like the creepy side and like paranormal. So I love history. I never was like that. It wasn't until I took a like a history class in college that, I mean the one the professor is like really cool. Yeah. And I don't know if it was just, like, the like the subjects that we talked about in that specific history class. Because I, I, I can't even remember what, like, the, um, the kind of, like, time frame, yeah. you know, was. Like, what era it was yeah. looking at, into. But I don't know. Some, like, when I took that class, something just clicked. And I was like, I fucking love history. Why was I never, like, into this, be like, as much as I am right now? See, if you tell me your birthday once, I will remember your birth date for the rest of my life. I have so many birthdays cataloged in my head. I know everybody's birthday. It's annoying, actually. <laughs> because, like, people that I don't talk to or associate to, 
I literally like, still oh, know their, their fucking birthday. Yeah. Like, I don't need Facebook to be like, hey, it's this person's birthday. Wish them a happy birthday. No, my brain's like, bing, 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 remember. Oh, you don't want to remember that person? Well, guess what? It's their fucking birthday. Here they are. History dates? Nah, forget about it. Can't remember a single one of them. Have no idea. I think... I mean, yeah, that I don't because, like, for the longest time... I wanted to make the, like, World War One in, like, the 30s. And that's not true. When the fuck was World War One? What? Mm. Like, the early 1900s. See, and even that confuses me. Because isn't it, like, like, 1901 is I, technically the start of the 20th century? Yes. I hate that. Listen, we... <laughs> I hate it. We had this conversation before. Not us, but Jared and I had this conversation, like, last week, because I don't remember why, but I was like, when's the 19th century? And he was like, and I thought he had said the 1900s. He either said the 1900s, like, just by mistake, or I heard 1900s, and, like, he's... A very real possibility. Yeah. Like, and I was just like, okay, whatever. Yeah, sure. And then, like, a couple days ago, I was like, wait... We're in the 21st century right now. If the 19th century was in the 1900s, when was the 20th century? Yes. And that's then right. that was, it throws me off. I, yeah, I and then I was like, those. oh, right. It's like, that's not right. If I ever use those, just assume I am talking about the century that starts with whatever number I said. Like, the only <sighs> one that I get correct is the 21st century because, like, I grew up hearing that all the time. Like, oh my god, it's the New Year's of the millennia. It's the 21st century now. And you hear the stupid, like, oh, we're still doing this. It's the 21st century memes and stuff. Yeah. So, like, I know that one. I know that we are in the 21st century. But the rest of them, if I say, like, the 18, 18th century, I am talking about the 1800s. I am not talking about the 1700s. I am discussing the 1800s. So I try to avoid it because I know that I screw it up all the time. Okay, well, I'm going to be saying that a lot. How about it? I'll just be confused. (laughs) So it's fine. I'll try to mix it with some dates and some centuries. Well, like, I know some of the dates, so, like, I'll probably be okay. I feel like I'll be all right. I'll be all right. Oh, but so I was looking at it. So I was researching the history, and so it's, like, all, like, it's pretty, like, not that it's not fun, because I do enjoy it, but it's, like, I don't know why, but I kept, I told you earlier, like, I kept reading the same thing over and over again, mm-hmm. and I was, like, give me something else. What does this even mean? Mm-hmm. I was stuck on how, like, the quarries even existed from, like, the very beginning. Oh, you went that hard? Yes. Oh, okay. And I couldn't. You should have just texted me, because I actually I knew read- that one. <laughs> And I read it, but I was like, I don't know what this means. Um, so, yeah. The only reason that I even knew what all that part of it was and what that meant is because, like, a lot of my family is in construction. So, like, I hear about this stupid shit all the time. Like, I live in coal miner county yeah. bullshit. So, like, we deal with it. I know what that kind of stuff looks like, what it is, what it means, why there's, like, big-ass tunnels everywhere. Like, So, on that note, let's uh, dive right in. So, for those of you who don't know what the Paris Catacombs are, 
They're essentially a labyrinth of tunnels literally underneath the whole city of Paris. Yes. Like, so when you, when someone says Paris catacombs, like today, now it's, they're most likely talking about the whole tunnel system, but it actually only started out be the Paris catacombs was only like the tourist attraction where you can go down, you have a guided tour. Yeah. They have lights like hooked up in there. Yeah. They have like, like signage and it's pretty, it's essentially a museum. Mm Mm-hmm. And so that part of the tunnels is only, like, two kilometers. Yeah. But the whole tunnels is, like, 200 miles. Yes. They don't even technically know because it's not mapped out. They don't have the whole thing mapped out efficiently. Mm -hmm. And they they started out as open pit quarries, Mm -hmm. which are just huge... Like, ditches in the ground, essentially. Huge, huge. Yes, though. like, huge. Miles deep. Yeah. Um, That were, like, on the outskirts of Paris. And they were there since, like, the Roman Empire. Yeah, since, like, the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, And they were, like, made of limestone. And that is what was used to build most of the buildings, if not all, in Paris. Yeah. So... My, so they started mining these quarries and building tunnels underneath to, like, connect some of the quarries mm-hmm. together and to just mine more stone to build the city of Paris. Like, um, oh, my God. Notre Dame, sorry, it like, totally left my brain. Notre Dame was used or was built with this limestone. The Louvre Castle... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes sense. Many of the church that this is when, um, like, most of the mining started. Like when, like, the mining boom mm-hmm. of like the quarries. That's when it happened. Was to build like the Louvre Castle, um, the churches throughout Paris, and I guess at one point there, or maybe still, I don't know much about Paris, but like doing this research, I'm like, hmm, Paris seems like a cool place. Maybe I should like look into it more. Yeah, we'll just hop on a plane oh, yeah. and let's go. Let's just fucking go to Paris. But it's also said it was used to build city walls. Mm-hmm. So, like, I know at one point, I guess there was, like, a wall built, like, a barrier built all around the city. So, like, if people came into the city, they had to, like, pay a fee, yeah. like, an entrance fee. I don't know. I mean, I know that doesn't that doesn't exist. Like you have to pay an entrance fee to go into Paris. But like I don't know. Yeah, like, now we've got like passports. And yeah, technology I don't know what like the wall, like the status of the walls are. So anyone who's been to Paris or lives in France or whatever, let me know because I don't know. So obviously, through like this whole mining process and like digging, they also built pillars to for support, and then. During the 15th century, they created a well system to make it easier for the stone to be transported from underground to the top. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so one of the methods that they used was stonewalling and filling. The stonewalling and filling method, which was developed in the late Middle Ages. And so that essentially was that they... 
would like extract all the stone from a quarry without leaving any support. And then let it collapse on itself. And then they would add dry stone pillars to the area and then they built they would construct stone walls between those pillars to then um like backfill the stone and then make circulation in the quarries easier that's kind of cool actually like that's for the time frame that this is like that's very smart also very disruptive (laughs) Oh, for sure. <laughs> like, it hazardous is, it is A lot of people it die is extreme today. foreshadowing to how this ends. So. Poorly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, because of these methods of digging tunnels into the ground underneath a full-ass fucking city. Yes. Because while they were building these tunnels, they were building buildings on Above ground, on top of them, this was the whole point of them building these tunnels, the city of Paris started to literally collapse. (laughs) This wasn't the... I don't think this was the first one, the first collapse. Um, I think there were, like, three major collapses that they were like, oh, shit, maybe we need to do something about this. Yeah, like, maybe we should stop hollowing out underneath of this place. Yeah, but this was, um, like... I think this was, like, the first, like, big one. Okay. Um, so this was the... Oh. Quick side note. I am not French in any way. <laughs> yes, seconded. I don't speak French. You don't... Pr- they don't pronounce all. enough of their letters. Like, um, so I'm try- I'm going to try my best. I looked up how to pronounce these words. I, watched, I gave up. I, I watched some videos to try to help... My pronunciation. So still a nightmare. Yeah. So it's still it's gonna be bad. But I just just know that I tried. I really really tried. So the first place was Place Denfer Rochereau. Yep. Good. Um, <laughs> as good as it gets, man. <laughs> which was is still exists. It's a public square, like in the. City of Paris. Mm-hmm. And it's named after Pierre Denfer Rochereau, who was a French commander. He led the defense at the Siege of Belfort during the French Revolution. That's kind of cool. Which, um, oh, sorry, not the French Revolution, the Franco-Prussian War. Okay. Um, there's a lot of wars <laughs> happen around this time. Yes. Before it was named the Denfer... Rochereau. 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 Yeah. Thank you. Um, it was formerly named Place Denfer, which translates to Place of Hell. I mean, <laughs> look at what you're going into, though, man. And it was named that when this collapse happened. So, like, eh. Um, so, on December 17th, 1774, um, a mile-long trench just opened up in the earth on the eastern side of Rue d'Enfer, which st- is Street of Hell. It was 84 feet deep, 
I want to know what, like, the Puritans and, like, the Protestants <laughs> all were thinking, like, we told you French people. Yeah. We, we, don't do this. Like, <laughs> it's we. bad. It's a bad place. Um, so, yeah. This, so, the, the earth literally just opened up into, like, an abandoned quarry. Yeah. And several houses. Like, I couldn't find the number, but it was a lot of houses and buildings were just swallowed. Well, yeah, because, I mean, even, like, you can look at Paris now and you see, it's a very old place. It's a very old place. There's been civilizations there for a long time. So, looking at it today, you can imagine there's less houses and less buildings, but there's still a lot. Well, it's also, like, it's, like, a sit like, a very... Yes, like, the houses populated are city. Yes, on top it's of lying, each other. Like, row houses, essentially. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, that was, like, the main, like, the first big collapse that they were, like, oh, shit. Maybe we're fucking up. That that was bad. Yeah. Um. Also, another f- quick fun fact before I move it, move on, is the square Denver Rocher Row, is, um, the Paris Catacombs Museum is actually located. Yes, the main there. entrance is the yeah. translated to the gates of hell, or yeah. gates to hell. Um, the intro that we did. Yes. <laughs> um, so, after these collapses, King Louis the Sixteenth, <laughs> which is another thing I just I discovered during doing this research, is I don't know how to read Roman numerals. What? <laughs> so, like, okay, like the basic ones, like up, actually, once. Don't you have Roman numerals tattooed on you somewhere? No, that's Heidi. Okay. <laughs> I was about to judge you so fucking hard. No, I do not. I want to. <laughs> I will teach you Roman numerals. I do not. Like once it like once there's two or more, I'm like, what? No, I know like Like besides like one, two, three. I get those. Yeah. But it's like like the order like listen, it's a thing I struggle with. But King Louis the Sixteenth, he founded the Department of General Quarry Inspection on April fourth, seventeen seventy seven, and this was pretty much just to um, consolidate the quarries and prevent, hopefully, prevent any further destruction from happening. Um, Charles Axel Guillemot was hired as the first inspector of the department. And the, there was like a collapse, but like another collapse, like on his first day of work. <laughs> like, what the, Could you imagine? Yeah, like on your way to work and then like the floor just like swallows. Yeah. Just disappears, or the earth just disappears in front of you. <laughs> well, glad I'm here. <laughs> because of all the collapses, on September 15th, 1776, King Louis XVI uh, signed a decree that prohibited any more extraction from the tunnels. So, like, the quarry, so, like, all mining stopped. The quarries were yeah. closed for that purpose and then eventually were used again for the relocation of bodies. Yes. So, yeah. While the earth was, like, closing in on itself (laughs) underneath Paris, um, the Paris cemeteries were also 
completely overcrowded. Yeah, this part was gross, man. Ew. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> yeah. So, it seems like... Uh, and, I mean, I don't know how much... I don't know much about royalty and stuff, but, like, King Louis the Sixteenth seemed pretty busy during his reign because he had a city falling apart and also a bunch of dead people. They were, like, starting to resurface because yes. they were over overplanting them. Yes. Um. So... <laughs> Did you say overplanting yeah. them? <laughs> so, residents of the Les Isles. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> because it. <laughs> oh Les my Hollis. <laughs> I know that's wrong, but that's what it looks yeah. like. I mean, like the first part is easy, lay, but then like they don't pronounce H's. <laughs> They don't pronounce anything. Um, put 17 letters in and you say two of them. So this... That's why I didn't like French. It's hard. This, this neighboring town that was very close to the... So it's like defunct now, but it was the oldest and largest cemetery in Paris. Mm-hmm. It's not pronounced this way, but I'm just going to say lay innocence. Yeah. Which does just translate to the innocence. Yeah. Um, so, the, so the residents of this neighborhood were among, like, the first to complain of a awful smell of decomposing bodies yep. coming from the cemetery. And... Mind you, at this point, they still don't do anything about that. They waited a little bit of time. Yeah, so I'm going to get into that in, like, a second. But the one article that I read was that it was, like, it not only was, I guess, like, everyone wanted to be buried here. I don't know. Or, like, families wanted. It was one of the oldest churches. Yeah, like, it's. In, like, the the surrounding areas as well. Yeah, like, the. Because, like, there were other cemeteries that existed in Paris, but it's, like, this was the one that everyone wanted to go to and be in. But it also, like, they they didn't handle, like, the burials the way that they should be Well, they stopped handled. digging them as deep as they were supposed to because it was so over... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like, they started digging shallow graves instead of digging them down. Because there's a reason that, like, the whole six feet under is, like, a thing. That's Mm -hmm. Six feet is, like, supposed to be the minimum distance that you should go because rainwater erosion, animals, things like Mm -hmm. that, will dig something up and will eventually resurface it if it's not at least that. That's why six feet under is, like, the standard. And they stopped doing that. They were just like, ah. You you can't see their nose. It's fine. So, um, so in 1763, King Louis XV tried to ban burials within the capital. Yep. But he received a lot of pushback from the church because the church would get paid for burying people in the cemetery. Yeah. So they were like, no, you can't do that. Um, so because of that, nothing happened 
Yeah. Which, like, I mean, I guess since it's the church, but, like, my, when I read that, I was like, you're the fucking king. Can't you just, like... But I'm, you, the say, church has... Yeah, I know. That's why, I, I like, more my power. first... Yeah, my first thought was, like, you're the fucking king. But then I was like, oh, I guess it is the church. Whatever. So, nothing came of that. So then, King Louis the Sixteenth he continued the fight to move cemeteries outside of Paris. And he actually took it so far that he wanted to, like, move, like, remove the cemetery. Like, he didn't want to just stop using the cemeteries that were in Paris. He wanted to literally dig up those bodies and move Mm -hmm. them into new areas outside of the city. Yeah. Which didn't actually happen until... Uh, in 1780, a long period of spring rain caused a wall in the Lay Innocence Cemetery to collapse. And bodies literally just flopped. Yes, which caused rotting corpses to spill into the neighboring areas. Yes. Could you imagine? Uh, yeah, like, imagine just, like, hanging out and, like, looking out your window and just... Like a landslide of bodies and like rotting flesh. Yes. The smell though would have just been like pungent. So the I don't know who's I didn't write it down, and honestly, I don't even know if it like specified. I got a lot of my information from a Smithsonian magazine article and the actual like official website of Paris Catacombs. Um, like, it might have been GMO's idea to then uh, move the bodies from the cemetery into the quarry. Mm-hmm. Because he was still, like, he was, like, strengthening the quarries and, um, like, reconstructing, like, the whole catacomb, like, tunnel system to make it stronger. Oh, uh, no. It wasn't him was it king louis it was yes it was was king louis who they kind of did like an underhanded deal together so the what is his guillermo guillermo what is his name guillermo guillermo him yes um they kind of like worked together and were like hey You've got all this space. We've got all these bodies. Do you want to fill it? Okay. Here it is. Yeah. So that so they both of them together mutually came up with the idea to move these bodies from. They wanted to move all the the bodies from all the cemeteries within Paris, but they started with this cemetery since it was like the most problematic one to move those bodies into the quarries underground. So the first evacuations were made between 1785 and 1787. And this mostly happened at night yeah. to avoid any conflict from the church, even though, like, church, the church officials did, like, agree, like, okay, yes, yeah, something needs to be done. You guys can do what needs to be done. But, but they didn't want it to be that extreme. They yeah, didn't want yeah. it to be like, oh, yeah, get rid of all the bodies. Also, from the population, because these, like... A They're lot of wagonfuls of people's ancestors. Th- yes. And just dumping them into quarries. Yeah. And it like it is a strange thing. Like it is weird to think about. Like they literally like 
decorated underground tunnels with people's bones. But he was an artist. Like, legitimately, he was an artist. Yeah. He actually... Well, it wasn't wasn't Guillermo. It was another guy who I didn't write his name down because I didn't have time to look up the pronunciation, and I didn't even want to try. His last name looked like... Is that the T one? Yes. It's like T-H-Y-R. Tier? Tier? Why do I say it like I'm... Okay. So we couldn't figure out how to pronounce this dude's name. We just looked it up, but it is... The American way that you could guess to pronounce it, because it looks like this, is Heracart de Thury. 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 Who knows? French people do. Please help <laughs> me. <laughs> um, so he was actually another inspector hired for the Department of General Quarry Inspection. He's the one who was like the artist and... Um, it was like, stack the bones, yes, make I them actually, a wall. Yes, there's actually a quote. This was taken from the Paris Catacombs website. Before being opened to the public in 1809, it underwent an extensive decorative rearrangement. Speaking about people's bones. Which, to me, like, I'm not one of those people who's like, like, I, I don't care what... <laughs> I said this to Jaren earlier. I was like, do whatever the fuck you want with my body after I'm dead. He's like, uh, not anything, though. I mean, what? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I'm like, no. But, I mean, like, you could just start a fire in our backyard and throw my body onto it. And they're, you're good. I'm. See, I feel like people that are going to do that, though, like, they're going to try some of you. Like, I, no, like, I, not on, like, a stick and... <laughs> You're going on a spit. We're going to slowly spin you. Like, I want nice, crispy skin. Okay. Make I sure mean, that I you guess shave your a- whole body before you die so we don't have to worry about burnt hair. Nah, you can shave my whole body after I die. That's so difficult. You have, like, rigor mortis. I'm not going to be able to, like... You're the one who's deciding to cook me and eat me, so... Fine. I guess I'll do the work. But what I'm getting at is... I wouldn't mind... But no. a lot of people do. A lot of people, like, kind of, or at least saw it. I don't know about it. It's like now. a sacred thing to them. But, you don't fuck with e- them. But a lot of people saw, like, this treatment of, like, the people's bodies as disrespectful. See, I think it's super respectful. And, yeah, like, I don't think, like, I, I would love to, like, use my bones for art. Like, I guess it's, it's also, like, the thing where it's, like, <laughs> like, a person's body. Like, it was literally separated. Like, it's not like they were all kept together. But still. What like, do I need my body together it, for? Exactly. Yeah. Is my skeleton just going to get up and start, like, maybe doing a jig? Maybe. So, yeah. <laughs> Back to this. When the bodies were first, like, moved into the quarries, they were just, like, stacked up, like... They were very the, unceremoniously, like... Uh, yeah, dumb. they were just like, oh, okay. yeah. They were just like, oh, okay, bodies are in here now. We'll stack the bones up for like to save space. Yeah. Um, and then that's why that's why this quote is relevant because this guy, this new inspector came in and was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What is this trash? <laughs> I am an artiste. Yes. And he also was kind of like he looked at it as like this should be like a statement and like he wanted it to be more like a museum, yeah. kind of, which is what it, it is today. Yeah. 
So his idea was like a lot of tibia bones and skulls are used in a decorative fashion. And like some areas there's like patterns. Yeah. But and then like other ones it's like they're just like in lines. Mm-hmm. But like very clean, like organized lines. Like honestly, like seriously, it's something to like admire because it's like people it's went people went worked very hard yes. to make this look the way that it looks and you will today. Appreciate it, damn it. Um. So like that was like the front of the wall, and then there's just bones then piled like in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they to, they use like femurs and tibia, like the longer bones of your body to stack and like make like nice even ish mm-hmm. walls. Yeah, like propped skulls into them. Mm-hmm. It's like there's a lot of hearts down there. Yeah, which I thought was very cute. Oddly enough, like yeah. I like it. The one video I watched, I watched this YouTube video, and it was from, like, the, like, it was called Geographics, was, like, the YouTuber. Yeah. And it's, like, this dude, and he's talking about it, and he's, like, it's, like, some are arranged in shapes, like, hearts and circles. <laughs> it was just, I don't know why, but the way he said it, it just made me chuckle when I was watching it. So, like, the main area of the catacombs that is, like, the quote, museum and, like, the got like the toured part um, is the ossuary. And that was, like, declared on April 7th, 1786. It became the municipal ossuary known yeah. as the catacombs. Yeah, and that's, like, the and, main chamber mm-hmm. that you can go into and, like, view. Yeah, and if, so if you go to the Paris Catacombs website, there's actually, like, a map of, like, the tour, like, all the areas that you can go to. So, yeah, that's, like, the main one. Mm-hmm. That's where the tour begins. And, actually, above the doorway, when entering the ossuary, there is an inscription that says... I mean, it's in French, but the English translation is, Stop! This is the Empire of Death. Yes. And in this area, the bones are also grouped together by the cemetery that they were taken from. Mm-hmm. And there's, so- like, there's a sign that then, like, labels, like, oh, these are from, like, the cemetery. The cemetery yeah. And then I could, honestly, the only time I saw the signs, they were obviously all in French. And I couldn't find any English translations of it. So I don't know all the information that's included on the signs. But nevertheless, it looks cool. And there's another area called Crypt of the Passion. Yeah. And, like, the in this room, there's a structure called, quote, the barrel. And it's, there's, like... This is my favorite. It's my favorite thing in there. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, oh, no, I love it. all the visible pictures, yeah, it no. is my favorite. Mm-hmm. It is so neat. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, Like, in, like, the middle of this room... There's a pillar, and the pillar is obviously to support the ceiling. The ceiling, but around the pillar, there's a decorative. It's like it's in the form of like a barrel. That's why it's called that. Yeah. But um, tibia and skulls just stacked up and lined around this pillar, and a huge, pretty much like sculpture. Yeah. In a way. So the so the ossuary became. 
opened to the public in 1809 and they it was open by appointment so like not just any yeah it was like privilege yeah like you had to be like high up like napoleon the third and his son went were, were one of like the big time people is that like the napoleon or no i don't think so honestly i don't know He's a Napoleon. I hear Napoleon and I just instantly think of like the short little man with his hand in his jacket. He, no, I think he's like a descendant of that. Okay. Napoleon. Yeah, so like the at the end of like the exhibit, essentially, they had a register that people like who walked through like were supposed to like sign and like give any feedback Ooh. and stuff. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what they would... Yeah, what kind of feedback are you going to give? Like, the air stinks. Like, (laughs) what? Yeah, I'm not... I'm not quite sure. But there's also... um, I don't know if it's, like, a specific room. But there's also an area that is kind of, like, dedicated to the the French Revolutionary War. Mm Mm-hmm. Because a lot, so during that time, like during that war, um, a lot of the soldiers who died, they were just directly buried in the Paris catacombs. Yeah. And so they just, like they have, I don't know if this area is like the only place that they were buried or if it was like throughout and then this was the one. It just became like what honored them. Yeah. And... I think that's it for this, for the history. Flip it over a blank sheet. Oh no, sorry. There's one more thing. Um, in 1860, that was when the last bones were put into the Paris catacombs. After 1860, no other bodies were added. What the fuck? I want to be. I know, right? That's when Jared and I were talking about this earlier. I was like. I mean, I didn't say, like, myself, but Jerry was like, I wonder if, like, that's still a thing. I was like, no, like... You're not allowed. Not allowed. But I wonder how many people have, like, tried. Like, put in, like, their will. Like, I want my body put in the Paris catacombs. Well, I mean, there's enough ways to get into the catacombs that aren't regulated, like... Yeah, shit. When when we get really old, or when you get really old, just, and, like, feel like you're gonna die soon... Go to Paris... Yeah, just go to Paris and um, go into one of the entrances and then just be like, lay down, I'll turn into a fucking story. Yes. Some cataphile will find me. Yes. (laughs) Oh shit, there's a body here. Sorry, I lied. I have a few more notes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Entering the court. So, like we said, the Paris Catacombs is mainly this exhibit, like museum, guided tour area. But there, you were still able to enter the other quarries and tunnels yeah. at, like, your own risk. Yes. Um, but that became illegal in 1955 after, um, like, people would get, like, hurt or lost. Yeah, very common. And by the 1980s, most of the entrances to the quarries were closed and monitored by police. Mm-hmm. To prevent it even more. But despite that, people still get in. Yes. 
pretty easily. And do weird shit. If you look it up on YouTube, there's, like, a shit ton of, like, sewer. You can go down into the sewer. Yeah, like, like just random. Yeah, like, man, random, randomly, randomly <laughs> in Paris and... Keep walking, you will eventually find the catacombs and entrance to the catacombs. Yeah. Like, now whether you get back out, that's a different story. Yeah. Yeah. In honor of this episode, Jared and I watched As Above, So Below. Bro. Which is a movie for anyone who doesn't know. And it's, uh, it's in, it's a kind of about the Paris catacombs. It, so... I went into this movie not knowing much about it other than that it was supposed to be scary and, like, they go in the, the catacombs. Mm-hmm. But it's actually... It is very good. And it, it is a good movie. Okay, I've you've seen watched, this movie. You've seen it? Okay. Yes. Um, Surprisingly Because I was going to say, it's not scary. It's very much more of a psychological thriller. Which I love those. Yeah. Those I And am... that's... Yeah, that's what... I didn't know it was going to be like that. Mm-hmm. And it was stressing me out. I love psychological thrillers, but they stress me the fuck out because, I mean, that's partially their purpose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a very good movie. I was very happy with it. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'll watch it again eventually. Yeah, it um, is. Once it's I get over good. it because... It's a, it's a mind fuck a little bit. Yeah. But so, so Netflix's description for it is like... Jared read it. This is the only reason I know this. Because he was like, the description of this is a beautiful tomb raider. A beautiful tomb raider. <laughs> and her friends, like, go into the catacombs searching for treasure. And then, like, shit goes wild. <laughs> um, I mean... Yeah. She... <laughs> she's not searching for treasure. She's searching for the Philosopher's Stone. Which, I mean, that's treasure. Yeah, but, That's, like, like, the ultimate treasure. Yeah. But, like, so she says Philosopher's Stone, and then, like, a a little bit later, she's, like, Nicholas Flamel. And I didn't know Nicholas Flamel was a real person. So I'm, like, what the fuck is this? Harry Potter? Yeah. (laughs) I was so confused. That's all alchemy. Yeah, I know that now. But bam. Yeah, I know that now. Yeah. And I'm sure maybe I have heard, like, did know Nicholas Flamel was a real person. Like, my brain's just not working because that happens a lot. Yeah, read A Discovery of Witches. If you haven't read those books, I, I have want them. To. You need to. Because it's all, it's very alchemy-based, but it's a lot of historical fact. And, like, the Paris Catacombs come up in those books. I adore those books. They're very, very good. I've read them numerous times. Super fucking good, bro. And they're about vampires, like, and witches yes. and shit. Fuck yeah. But that actually, um, that movie, As Above, So Bloom is based off of a camera was found down there. So some cataphiles were doing what cataphiles do. They were hunting through the caves. They are thrill seekers who literally just go, like, they make their own maps for it. And to be totally honest, they know more about the not-museum side of the Paris Catacombs than probably anybody else. Yeah. Like, if you're going to go, you need to find a good one of these. So this happened in the early 90s. They don't know when this person was in there. Um, but what they found was a video camera. They checked it to see 
is there something on it? Not really expecting to find anything. It did have footage. The footage started with strange noises could be heard that they couldn't really explain because it was one solo man walking through the catacombs. And as like the video progresses, you can you start to like grasp that he's very lost. He is starting to panic and, like, doesn't know where he is or what he's doing. And then it just very suddenly cuts out, camera drops, and you just see him sprinting down the tunnels until, like, you can't see him anymore. The light isn't reaching him anymore and he's gone. And that's the end of it. The video just continues on in the dark until it finally runs out and is gone. So they found that. This one's still unsolved. They have no idea who that man is. They have never found bones that match who they see on the video. Nothing. Um, But I guess he's like mumbling to himself. You can apparently find this video on YouTube. I did look a little bit, but I couldn't I couldn't actually locate it. Um, But that that camera clip is they say it's what inspired that movie. That makes sense. Yeah. Because I also didn't realize that I was going to... It's not necessarily, like, found footage. It's not as, like, shaky and, yeah, and, like, Cloverfield. Yeah, exactly. But it's, like, they do... Because the whole concept is that, um, like, it follows this Tomb Raider. Her name's Scarlet. And one of... I don't know if they've met because of this or if they knew each other before and this is then why Mm -hmm. but um there's another man who's making a documentary about like her search for this philosopher's stone yeah so it's like so it's like documentary style but then once they're in the catacombs like they have their headlamps and then on their headlamps are also cameras so it's like those two different aspects or perspectives about that movie as well Mm -hmm. it was actually filmed in the catacombs fuck that like that's that footage is real. All of it is actually in Fuck the catacombs. That, that is fantastic. That's amazing and very cool. But oh my god! Yeah, um, they brought um the car and the piano in to the catacombs. That was all shot in the catacombs. They had what? to get permission from the French government. To do that, well, yeah, because the French government's like, "Fuck those catacombs! Don't go in there." <laughs> they actually got permission to do that filming and it was all filmed down in there like those people were actually in there that doing is that. so cool they had guides with them the whole time and i, I went in, that yeah makes it cooler that is very cool i went into this movie because i obviously like i've heard it i heard of it when it like came out and i've wanted to see it like for a very long time mm-hmm. but i started listening to another podcast that did an episode on the first catacombs mm-hmm. and i didn't actually listen to the full episode because i was like i i'm just gonna read yeah and because i never actually take podcasts as like a source like yeah. sometimes i will like in a but i'm gonna to a degree sources. but like i'll yeah, yeah. like i w- listen to a podcast kind of just to make my like to get a better idea of like how should i approach this yeah what kinds of questions do i want to ask to get the most yeah. Information out of it. Yeah. And they mentioned um, as above, so below. And the one host was like, eh, yeah, it was okay. 
like I, I like this movie. Yeah, like, a lot. I think it's really so, good. Yes, I think it's a very good movie. And finding out that little tidbit that it was actually shot down there and it's not just all stage yes. stuff, like I thought that was really, really cool. Yes. Um but yeah, and there's there's lots of like fun little stories uh down there. There's a lot of murders. Like yeah. just unsolved murders. So <laughs> I watched the first time I ever heard of the Paris Catacombs, I was in like middle school or high school. Mm-hmm. And it was because I watched this movie called Catacombs. Yeah. And, uh, did you see it? I think, and I know, I probably Pink didn't watch it? that one. Like the singer? <laughs> no, the color. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Um, whatever. Pink isn't it, the singer. Fuck you, I'm not that stupid. <laughs> so, Pink is in it, and um, another actress, Shannon Sossaman, who is, she was, like, a big actress, like, in, like, the 90s and, like, early 2000s. Mm. And, like, so she and Pink are sisters in the movie. And they go to the catacombs. Like, Shannon Sossaman, I forget exactly what's going on with her character. But her sister lives in Paris and is like, oh, you should come out and, like... And they go in the catacombs. Yeah, together. and so they go into... They go to the catacombs to like a rave because that's like a big thing in the catacombs. Is, yeah, yeah. They do a little concert. Yeah, I'm sure you were gonna get to that. But like they do, like there's um like hidden raves and concerts and everything. So they go to one of those and then they get separated and the it follows Shannon Sossaman for the main part mm-hmm. or mostly, and she's trying to like escape the catacombs while also being chased by like a serial killer who like went to that rave to like attack it. Yeah, I mean, well, they find bodies down there that have, like, been obviously murdered, like, stabs, mm-hmm. st- stabbings, um, <laughs> gunshot wounds, things like that. Because, I mean, you go down there, and there's, there's nobody to hold uh, yeah, you accountable. Yeah. You get a body in there, like, easily. Yeah, killed. that murder's not going to be solved. No. no, because if somebody happens to be in that tunnel and sees that body within any reasonable amount of time... Them getting it out of there is next to impossible. Also, they're going to get in trouble for being in Yeah, there. them going to the police to report this murder is Like, yeah, you unlikely. take 43 lefts, one right, and then you crawl in this little tunnel, and it's in the next passage over from it. Like, yeah. like what are you going to tell them to get to it? You're not. So, yeah, lots of murders. Um... Lots and lots of deaths. Uh, one of them being Thilbert... Probably saying this wrong. Filbert upstairs. Um, his ghost is said to be seen every November 3rd. Now, he was a doorman who went down into the catacombs on accident. He went into the cellar of um, the hospital that he was the doorman for. Or not the hospital. The word was weird. It was in French. It looked like hospital. But what I believe is it's like not a bar but like a hostel type thing okay um he went down a new for a new year's eve party to get liquor from the cellar um and he had to it was like a specific bottle and he was searching for it he ended up in there somehow now this is way before like electricity and stuff so he ends up in there he has one candle with him one candle does not last that long he got lost the candle goes out Dead, like, done. 
Yeah, you're not finding your way out of there with no light. Correct. He was found 11 years after he went missing, and they identified his body because he still had the key ring as the doorman who, like, handled that kind of stuff. Damn. He still had that key ring with all of the keys on it. That's how they identified him 11 years later. That is terrifying. Like... Yeah. As scary... Like, it's just, it's kind of creepy sad. as, like, as above, so below is. They went in there willingly. Imagine just stumbling into the catacombs by accident. Yes. You're in a fucking basement, like, and all of a sudden, like, you go from a cellar to, oh, shit, I went down the wrong tunnel. Yeah. Fuck. Here I am. <laughs> and, like, then you die. Yep. Yeah. Um. So his ghost is said to be the protector of cataphiles. Yes. So every November 3rd, he is, like, apparently visible. You can see him, like, wandering the passageways and things like that. Um, there's been numerous reports of it and seeing him. Um, but even when it's not those dates, there have been a few accounts of people saying that somebody has guided them when they've lost their way. Um, they just felt like... This is the way I should go. Yes, mm-hmm. like that guiding force, like a hand on your shoulder steering you. Um, so they say that that is him. There are some not-so-nice ones. The ghost of Oswald is one. He was a construction worker who, uh, along with seven other people, died in the tunnels. Um, Sometimes he can be playful, but most of the time he is rather aggressive. He has been known to shove people, like, pretty hard. He likes to pull hair. Um, I hate ghosts that do that. It's never happened to me personally, but, like, I hear the stories. I'm like... See, because I would never go here alone. Like, all everything tells you, don't go here alone. Even if you are super experienced with it, don't go yeah, alone. Yeah, no, I would never go alone. Always go with somebody to, like, help keep your cool and all that good shit. I'm going to yell at the person who's with me every single time. If I feel somebody pull my hair, I'm going to turn around and be like, hey, fuck the fuck off. You could be in front of me, and my brain is still <laughs> going to lie to itself and be like, no, you just pulled my hair. I don't know how you did it. But you did. And I'm going to yell at you. Like, I don't want it to be a ghost pulling my hair. <laughs> I think it's rude, man. Um, but yeah, like, he will, he's been known to shove visitors down, like, wrong passageways. Like, he'll shove them in the wrong direction. And then they have to, like, steer back around. Yeah. Um, one of the fun things, super fun. Mm. It is said after midnight, if you are in the tunnels, you will hear disembodied voices coming through the walls, and they always are just whispering, go farther, just a little farther. They encourage you to go deeper. Like, every single account of that, it was always the same thing, just trying to persuade you to go deeper. To go farther into the tunnels. So that one was like, I don't, I don't, I don't like that one. Um, There's a tunnel. Now this was during an air raid test. This is just a test. This one kind of pissed me off, to be honest. They did an air raid test during World War II. Everybody panics because Mm -hmm. they're like, fuck, we're being bombed. 
176 people were trampled to death <gasps> in the panic. 126 of those people that died were women and children. Stop. I knew that's what you were going to say. Yes. It is said the screams can still be heard in those parts of the tunnel no. to this day. Which I was, I don't like that one. Like, I hate that shit. Anytime it's like a kid, I, uh. Yeah, nope, I'm uh. with you. Um, this one's not really like paranormal or anything, but like, damn if it's not cool. In 2004, uh, Paris police discovered approximately 3,000 square feet of galleries Mm-hmm. down here and like, i think i've heard of this one yeah like this one i vaguely remember this being on the news when i was little mm-hmm. and like my parents talking about it and this made my dad there's a restaurant that you go into like the lounge which is a normal house you go into it mm-hmm. on normal level and then you go down into the basement and you have to go down this ladder and there's a full restaurant that is down in the catacombs like mm-hmm. it is connected to it yep. it's called the pirate house i think i could be wrong about that but I, that's that's how i remember it because my dad wanted to take my mom there my mom is incredibly claustrophobic <laughs> and was like are you stupid <laughs> fuck no i'm never going to paris with you now because i think you'll try to get me to go in there and i'll kill you <laughs> like, you will die <laughs> trying to get me t- into that place Um, But 2004, these galleries were wired with pirated electricity. They found a full bar, living area, lounge. Um, There was a cinema as well, Mm -hmm. complete with a projector, um, the screen, everything. And it sat... It was like, there were like couches down there too. They carved, they carved seating and couches into the like, Walls. It was kind of like an amphitheater setup. Yeah. Where it was like the levels of it. Uh-huh. It was seating for up to 20 people. Everything had cameras watching it. There were cameras in the caverns on the ceilings watching over everything here. And they noted that specifically. And this is where this part gets a little creepy. They went back a couple of days later with a larger group. Mind you, this was like four Four-ish days later, mm-hmm. it was all gone. Mm-hmm. Nothing left. No evidence of anything ever having been there. Like, they got rid of all of it. The only thing that was left to let them know, like, hey, you are in the right spot, was a note. Um, the English translation, because I can't even begin to read the French, I didn't even bother writing it down. It just said, don't search. Mm-hmm. That was it. Which I was like, ooh, that part's kind of creepy. Yeah. But also, like, damn, guys, can we be friends? Like, I want to go Yeah, there. I want to go to an underground cinema. Yeah. Look, like, I'm not claustrophobic. <laughs> it's a little off-putting, but... My catacombs make me claustrophobic. Claustrophobic A little bit. Um, one thing, again, this one's not really necessarily like paranormal or anything i just thought it was kind of funny mushroom farmers have like been pirating plots down here to grow mushrooms um i mean they go for a mix makes sense 
Like, yeah. they are super, super expensive for these mushrooms. They get bank off of them. And yeah. they are said to have a very distinct and exceptional flavor. Like, Dead restaurants. People. That's exactly what my brain <laughs> thought. I'm like, damn, maybe, like, the calcium in the bones, like, helps with them and, like, the down earth? I don't know. Um, but apparently restaurants, like, pay a premium to these mushroom farmers because they've already found a few mushroom farmers dead down there. Um, the only reason that they even know that that's what they are is because they have, like, the gear yeah. with them, uh-huh. like, the tools and stuff. Imagine eating a mushroom from the catacombs. Fuck that. I hate mushrooms. Ew. No. You enjoy all of them. Tell me about it. Like, I, I mean, I don't love mushrooms. I would them. eat that. No thanks. Um, and the last one <laughs> that I wrote down here was Ghost Adventures, mm-hmm. the show. They did I didn't watch. I didn't watch the episode, but I knew that it existed, and I was like, "Oh, I need to watch this before we do this episode." But I didn't. I get thought to about it. trying to watch it today too, and I was like, "No, it's probably like an hour long. Yeah. I don't have time for all that." Um, so I watched that as above, so below instead, <laughs> right? And just called and just told myself that was all fact. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so a couple of weird things happened with that Ghost Adventures episode. Two of their three cameras they had set up that they left there running for the night went were stolen. They just went missing. Um, but the that's one, not no surprise though. Come on, I agree. To Ghost me, Adventures, Zach Baggins. Come on, I I agree. I didn't feel like that was a surprise. Like, enough people go down there Baggins, just to like. I think I pronounced his last name wrong. Oh. <laughs> Bagans, Baggins, Frodo, whatever. <laughs> um, but the remaining camera did capture footage of what they state to be some type of spirit walking past. Um, now, this one, because I haven't seen the episode, like, I know that they dramatize those quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So I don't know about the how legit this is or not um but i just thought it was kind of funny that they had one and they did seem to capture something on the camera that was left uh they believe it is the the Turi guy oh they think it's it is him walking through the passage what made them think that i don't know without hmm. having watched the episode yeah um maybe i'll watch that episode tonight or something and we'll yeah. put it on the instagram yeah but yeah, I mean that that sums up some of what happened. There's a lot. Um, there's a lot. Like it's believed that there's um there's a lot of cult activity. Yeah, they say a lot too. of stuff about like Satanists and stuff. They yeah. have like worship chambers down there, which I mean makes sense. Yeah. That that feels like their bag, you know. Yeah, I mean it is called the gate of hell. So uh, why gate to you? hell, whatever. So. But they're not even going through the gate of hell. The gate to hell. Yeah. get there because if you do like you're gonna be on camera and then on camera again sneaking off down one of the side passages yeah. and that's now illegal like you're not allowed to leave yeah the designated area even though it's just roped off i think there's like a belief that it like leads to, like if you keep going to the tunnels you're just end up in hell i mean maybe that's just because of the, <laughs> the movie <laughs> but I mean, looking at what it is and all that, I could easily see that being a belief about it. Like, Mm -hmm. you walk through and it's just a mausoleum of decorative bones. Yeah. 
like legit decorative bones, actual dead people everywhere. You're walking like you used to only be able to get in or the main entrance rather was the gate to hell. And then you just go and wander like. It seems pretty plausible that you could get there. And nobody really realistically knows like how far these things go. They have a general idea. They say it's about 200 miles. Yeah. And it does just like a lot of parts of this just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. That's terrifying to me. Like there's parts of it that are said like watching the videos that I did that are warm. It is not warm underground. Nothing. It is not warm underground until you get past, like, the crust layer, which is relatively not very thick. But, like, to us, it's yeah. very thick. Like, you got to go pretty damn deep into the earth to get past that point. Because 53 degrees is standard underground. That's what you're going to get. If you start feeling it get warm, that's the center of the earth heating up that space. Which, like, that part, I don't like that. That would scare me. If it starts getting warm, like, if we would go here and we go, like, exploring or whatever. I'm never going to go exploring in these pet Oh, fuck that. I would totally go exploring. 100%. I would would do it. It, like. I'm the sick bitch. I I want to go swimming mm -mm. in the pet. I want to so bad. I want to go swimming in the pet. I have that thing where it's, like, um. Water you can't see the bottom of. Or, Yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like those posts on Facebook and it's like it shows like all those pictures and it's like it's not fear of like open. It might actually be like fear of open water. Like I'm I don't have a fear of open water. It's hard to explain because it's not like actually like a fear, but it's like just an unease where it's like I'm not going to do that to myself. Yeah, like it's just like you don't know. I don't know what's underneath me. Yeah, see, I don't like that either. I would want to, like, I'd put little, like, LEDs on my feet. I got a plan, man. I got a plan. Like, make I would it ex- so I wasn't like, scared of it. Like, I would explore them to a degree. If I have somebody that's very confident, knows it, and all of that good shit, like, I'm down. Let's go. I'm, I'm okay following your lead. If you are, like, a true seasoned cataphile, I will follow you to the pits of hell. Let's go. Let's find it. I feel like I get panicked too easily, and that's not a good... See, and I don't. Like, I go hiking enough and, like, get lost in the woods enough where, like, I know... I know don't panic whatever you do. Like, stay straight. Like, I know how to look for signs. I don't know how to look for signs, like, underground, but I have enough confidence. Yeah, like in getting that. lost in the woods it doesn't terrify me at all. That I think I it's the like, whole underground aspect and like. I mean, at that point, I would just like resign myself. Tight tunnels and. I would just resign myself. Like, okay, you're gonna die down here now. Like, yeah, this is fucked up. But I don't honestly, put I put myself like in that position. I would take a gun with me just in case, where it's like, yeah, you're <laughs> okay. Lost. Yeah. It, Sorry, Mom, but yes. Like, if we're lost, lost, we can't get out, and I'm, like, to the point where starvation's starting to take hold, I just, no. Put me out of my misery. I don't want to suffer. Like, you shoot me, I shoot you. We pull the trigger at the same time. Let's go. Yeah. That would be my thing. That would be what I would want. 
and then my body's down there. Yeah. <laughs> then you get your wish. Get, get what you want. Um. Yeah, so that's the Paris Catacombs. And our very morbid take on <laughs> how we would end up buried there. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, we'll be posting, like, the barrel and stuff like that. Yes, we're going to post plenty of pictures. Yeah, there's lots of really cool from this Because it is... And there's so much, like, we didn't even do, like, that deep of a dive. Like, honestly, there's still, like, oh, yeah. so much other information on this episode. I mean, on this place. <laughs> you can find us on social media. We have uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all Alt Cult Nation. Yep. And yes. there's links for all of that on the website, altcultnationpodcast.com. Yep. You can uh, shoot us an email, altcultnationpodcast at gmail.com. You can also... Contact us directly through our website. Um, if you feel so inclined, we would greatly appreciate a rate and review on iTunes. If you listen through iTunes. I feel like most of our listeners are like Spotify. I mean, Spotify's the best. Yeah. I, I personally Spotify. like Spotify more. but I love Spotify. Yes. Um, so, yeah, thank you. For listening, we love and appreciate each and every one of you. Yes, we really do. Um, Sounded hella depressed. Yeah, you did. Um, But yeah, thank you for listening and stay tuned for many more fun episodes. Absolutely. More exciting things coming. Yes. Okay. Bye. Bye.